Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website. And if you're on Facebook, be sure to check out our community, which is just Daily Bible Podcast in Facebook groups. And it's such a great community. That's for certain. Okay, so today we are reading in the Psalms. We're camping out in the Psalms, and I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying camping out in the Psalms right now. So we read Psalms 1 and 2, then move on to Psalm 10, then Psalm 33, Psalm 71, and we finish up today with Psalm 91. Okay. So I get to start things off today with Psalm 1, and I love Psalm 1. And in Psalm 1, um, which is placed at the beginning, of course, it's the beginning, the beginning of the Psalms, we see the contrast between the ways of the righteous and the ways of the ungodly. And there is joy in following God's law and even delighting it. And it, it every time I read Psalm 1, I'm always like just blown away by their is delight in reading God's law. We find strength in following him. And the writer of the psalm contrasts the righteous as the strong tree bearing fruit to the wicked who are like chaff scattered by the wind. And I think that is such a great word picture. I mean, come on, Trisha, you're an author. You are always looking for word pictures like that. And I love how that just Really, it is such a great word picture. Psalm 2 can easily be summed up in this final verse of the psalm. Submit to God's royal son, or he will become angry, and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities, for his anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in him. We can defy God and perish, or we can surrender to him and be blessed. And and here we are seeing a foreshadowing of Christ in this verse. And also there was a couple of other verses in Psalm 2 that we saw foreshadowing of Christ where he says, the Lord declares, I've placed my chosen king on the throne. Mm-hmm. And also you are my son. Today I've become your father. Only ask and I will give you the nations as an inheritance. And we know that Christ got the nations as an inheritance. He says the whole earth as your possession, you will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. I mean, we're we're just already seeing the foreshadowing of the strength and the might of who our Savior, our coming Savior is going to be. And then in Psalm 10, it seems to flow right out of Psalm 9, but yet Psalm 9 isn't one of the Psalms just yet that Hezekiah has chosen. And that, and remember, that's where we are in the timeline of history and Israel's history. It's where Hezekiah has come through and he's collected some of these Psalms and he has brought them back to the Israel nation. And in Psalm 10, we, we see that it can stand on its own as kind of like a psalm of lament in at the seeming prosperity of the wicked, but ultimate 
confidence in the judgments of God. And you can almost hear one of the Israelites crying these words during the impending doom that they are that are they are facing. Like you could almost hear that Isaiah is saying something or Hosea is saying something or Amos said something. And one of the Israelites, one of those who know God is saying, oh, Lord, why do you stand so far away? Mm-hmm. Why do you hide when I'm in trouble? The wicked arrogantly hunt me down. Let them be caught in the evil that they plan for others. And the problem here is that it is uh, some of the Israelites themselves that are acting in wicked ways, and God is going to let them be caught. And we see that. I mean, he's already saying, this is what I'm going to do. And we, and so the writer continues to write about the things that the wicked do and pleads to God to punish them. And it seems like the writer is pleading to God to punish one of his own because the writer also knows that God's a personal God. He's not a God mm-hmm. like the pagan nations, but a personal God, a God who sees and a God who knows. And and so it's it, it's a beautiful psalm. It's a hard psalm, but it is a beautiful psalm. And it's interesting that those ones are like, punish the wicked, and then I will praise you. So the next song yeah, is the more joyful, I will praise you song. And it's a song of praise and trust in God's sovereignty and faithfulness. And the psalmist declares to sing new songs to the Lord, expressing gratitude and worship for his righteous deeds. And we see a highlight of God's creative power. And I love this part of it where he spoke the world into existence. And so it says, the Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed Mm. the word and the stars were born. And we, we see that, but I love that word. And then of course we know in John, it says in the beginning was the word. Um, And so it's so cool how so much of this just talks about that creative, it was just words, this creative nature. God gathers and stores the seeds, waters and reservoirs, and he just demonstrates his control over nature. And because of this, all the earth should fear and have reverence for the Lord. But more than that, God's eyes are on those who fear him and hope in his steadfast love. And so it talks about mm-hmm. delivering people from death and preserving them. And God is the ultimate source of hope and security. And then turning to Psalm 71, it's a heartfelt prayer of a faithful servant seeking God's protection and deliverance. And it talks about in their old age, the psalmist cries out to God for res- refuge expressing their trust in him and it recounts how God has been the stronghold since their youth, the source of hope and strength in times of trouble. Um, you know, my grandma's 93 now and she talks about God has just always been there, that stronghold. And this Psalm reminded me of that. So despite adversities and trials, the Psalmist confidently declares the unwavering faith in God's righteousness and steadfast love and gratitude for God's constant presence. Mm-hmm. Um, it continues to praise and proclaiming God's marvelous deeds. And so it's just such a beautiful Psalm. And then Psalm 91 is more a powerful one. It's a powerful declaration of God's protection and provision for those who trust in him. And so we have a safety net and a refuge found in the shelter of our almighty God. And the psalmist emphasizes that those who dwell in the secret place of the highest will be shielded from harm and danger. So it talks about God's faithfulness and describing him as a fortress and a shield. And I was just in Florida and we went to one of those fortresses on the beach that was built 
in St. Augustine, I think it was the 16th century. And it's just so strong. It's just like this rock. And just seeing that, like, then Uh reading the Psalm, it's like, yeah, there's, it's, it's so powerful. And that's how we should see our God. And then, you know, the psalmist assures that no evil or pestilence or disaster will overcome those who trust in God. And then angels are talking about watching over and guiding the faithful. So again, this is just like God is powerful and he's protecting us. And so this is a good one. If you're feeling like overwhelmed, just to go back and remember who our strong God is. Well, in reading the Psalms like this, reading these Psalms, I mean, we've read some Psalms um, over a month ago, and it was all connected with the life of David, of course, because he wrote many of the Psalms. But now that we're reading some of these Psalms where we are reading them, it's given my mind a different perspective mm-hmm. in it. And I'm I'm really enjoying almost, and I don't know why I didn't enjoy it with David, but I'm enjoying sort of putting myself in one of the Israelites' shoes and just trying to think through what are they feeling as they're as they're reading these Psalms again that Hezekiah was like, okay, these are collected again. Like what what are they what are they feeling? Because there is this awe. So there's a few of them that are still following God, still faithful followers, and still like, yes, Lord, I will praise you. And yet they're watching the world crumble around them. And and so I'm just I'm enjoying I'm not enjoying the world that's crumbling around them, but I'm I'm enjoying just sort of saying, <laughs> just, I don't know, seeing God in all of it. Um, I love how you brought up that there was a lot going on during this time. And sometimes we just see the Psalms as being like set apart and just like, I don't know, the singer in this temple. And we don't really understand the world yeah. around them. So I love how you're saying like, once we understand the world around them, then we can see why they're praying certain things and seeing certain things and crying out to God in specific ways. And I think their pleading sounds different. And and, and it, mm-hmm. it sort of paints a picture, yeah. a full-orbed picture of, of a true Israelite who is trying to follow God. Because otherwise, sometimes when you read through these major prophets, you're like, everybody's a dud no one's following God. Mm-hmm. And and you know that there's just a few. We saw that during Judges. There was just a few. And we're seeing that in Kings and Chronicles. There's just a few. And so you know that someone is. And anyway, this is helping paint a better picture for me. So, well, we need to ponder that and take a break. But when we come back, we'll have the word of the day. But first, something from our sponsor. Okay, the word of the day is protection. So it's the act of protecting or the state of being protected. Wow, what a concept. (laughs) So each psalm in this section emphasizes the idea of seeking refuge and finding safety in God. So the first, you know, Psalms 1 and 2 and Psalm 10 was protection from the wicked. And then in Psalm 33, it was the protection of the righteous. So the righteous ones are being protected. Then in Psalm 71, it was protection and deliverance from their their adversaries, so the enemy. And then the overall theme of God's protective care is in Psalm 91. So I love how all of them are just a different angle of God's protection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, recently I've spent a lot of time in the ICU 
And as I've seen human bodies that are really struggling, it's like, it's amazing we're walking at all. I mean, honestly, with all the that's going on with all the parts of our bodies. And it's just like really made me realize like God is taking care of us. He is protecting us and caring for us because our lives are so fragile. So I go back to Psalm 33, 6, and it says, the Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. And, and he also created us. And as God's children, you know, we have the unwavering protection of our faithful God. So he surrounds us like a shield, like a loving parent, Mm -hmm. safeguarding us from the enemy. And in times of distress, he's our refuge and our fortress of strength. So we can trust in his mighty power to shield us and deliver us from the clutches of evil. And so this protection extends beyond though, beyond physical safety. So I was thinking of the preservation of our souls and guarding our hearts from despair Mm. and, and hopelessness. And so, so much of the world just bombards us and we have fears and we have doubts, but God can be that sanctuary, the place where we go. So maybe we don't like have physical enemies like charging at our homes, like trying to take us down, but fear and worry sometimes are those enemies. And so we need to remember that God is watching over us and guiding our steps and offering wisdom. And that is protection. He's ever present as our defender of our faith and shielding us from doubt and strengthening us. You know, even during uh, life storms, we can, like these Psalms were, declaring God's faithfulness. Like you're saying, Michelle, that they were living life storms back then. And we are living different kinds of storms, but they're still storms. And I witnessed this in um, the room as one of our friends was in, in ICU. And some of the the young men from the youth group, the leaders came and brought their guitar and we were singing praise songs to God around the the bed of this young man. And we knew he wasn't going to survive. His parents knew he was not going to survive, but there was so much hope in that room and God's protection over their hearts. It's like God was putting a shield from their hearts because we have eternity in heaven. We know God has, has given us this hope of heaven. And so it was like protection in a different way. And all these Psalms alluded to that, what they were going through, but wherever our listeners are, they're all going through something different, but God can be that protector. I love how you brought out how um, just protection through these Psalms, there's protection from the wicked. There's protection of the righteous. Mm -hmm. So we're protected from the wicked, but there's protection of the righteous. So he protects those he calls his children protection and deliverance, deliverance from our adversaries. And, and how you said just the overarching theme of, of these Psalms is just God's protective Mm -hmm. care and how God just did amazing things to show his children that he was their rock and he was Mm -hmm. their fortress and he was their strength and he would get them through it. And like you mentioned, we have, we have friends who are listening to us right now who, who all are walking through different paths in life. And yet I bet you, you can look today and go, God's protecting me from this. And Mm -hmm. it's something different than, than someone else. But we are being held and protected um, in God's hands every day. If we're in an ICU room, if we're walking and there's, it's on a busy street, 
we're protected. We're, we're protected in our homes. I know that, um, my, my husband's daughters don't live with us and they're young adults so they can live on their own. But at night we pray, God, just protect them. Mm -hmm. Just protect them. Put your angels around that house. We are all being protected. And you would think that God would get tired of like protecting his own, but he never does. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that about him. Yeah, me too. It's just like that, um, that we can lay down in peace and go to sleep at night in peace, but we can also in peace circle around a, a bed of a unconscious young man and have peace that God is protecting our hearts. He, he has, um, a eternity for that, that child. It's just like, we can have peace where we shouldn't be able to have peace because like that is such hard situations, mm -hmm. but we can trust in God's protection. Yeah, we can. Trisha, will you pray for us today? Just about mm -hmm. God's protection and trusting in it. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for your protection. Um, mm -hmm. As we read through these Psalms, so many ways you have protected us are highlighted. And thank you that your word will remind us. Because I think it gets so easy to go through our lives and forget how you're protecting us, protecting our hearts, protecting um, our our bodies, protecting our homes, protecting our children, Lord. And I pray that you will just remind us of your protection. And even in those times where it's just dark storms and hard paths that we are walking down, Lord, you are protecting us. And that, mm. that faith that we have, that hope that we have is like a buffer from all the pain. And we can look to you. And we can have hope in, in eternity. So I thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, for your protection. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the word and be at the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we are using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can even find it in the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. Tomorrow, we are reading Psalm 92, 93, 94, 95, 96 and 97. So we are reading Psalm 92 through Psalm 97. And I want to take a second here to thank the team at Life Audio. You would not be listening to Daily Bible Podcast without their partnership, without their belief in Trisha and myself and their belief in you, because they want to bring you top-notch Christian podcasts that are, are going to encourage you and strengthen you in your walk with God. Go to lifeaudio.com and just find out all that they have to offer. That's lifeaudio.com. And we will see you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.